Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead. I wanted to take a quick moment to gift you guys something that we did last year. So starting last spring, me and a few of the guys started doing this thing called the Comic Book Club. The Comic Book Club was where we were reading a comic book and discussing it and just giving more information of what you should be reading, what what are things that we could be reading, what we're not reading, and, and why you should go down a route or why not. And we tried to put a charge on it, but it really didn't work out. And then with the unfortunate passing of our dear friend Bama, we just didn't continue it. Um, Life got in the way. We didn't really feel that without Bama being there, it just kind of started to fall apart. He was the heart of that one for us um, and helping me get that started. So with that, I wanted to make sure that you guys had an opportunity to hear the episodes that we had created. And so this is our bonus content from year two. Guys, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, We hope you enjoy this content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Comic Book Club. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead. Today we are tackling Red Sun Superman. This was a three-part miniseries event circling around the idea that Superman, instead of crash landing in Kansas, crash lands into Ukraine and into the Soviet Union. So today I've got with me Bama and Will. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Of course, Comrade Jordan. Yes, Comrade. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe you guys called me that. All right, there we go. What? Let, let's start with this. What are your initial thoughts to this book when you guys read this for the first time, or or even rereading it? What are your guys' initial thoughts to this? Uh, well, this was actually my first time reading it. I'd, I'd heard of Batman Red Sun and or sorry, Superman Red Sun, uh, and I kind of knew a little bit of, about it. But after reading it for the first time, I was really interested in just seeing how the elseworld uh, or elsewhere uh, universe kind of kind of works and how it introduced certain villains uh, for Superman and even some heroes that are typically heroes uh, in the in other comics how they tend to be villains towards Superman now yeah what about you will me uh, well it had been a while since I read it, and I actually, for show and tell, here's my version of Superman Red Sun. Ooh, you have a physical because copy. Because I'm usually used to, I, I got a physical copy because I love physical media, as we were discussing before the podcast. Because <laughs> um, um, you used to seeing the one with him just like looking like all buff, standing on like the the Russian Superman symbol. That's usually the cover I see, but this one's pretty sweet, sweet too. But we're not talking about the covers, though. There's some sweet covers in there. Um, I'm always interested with what ifs and else worlds as well. Like there's Gotham by gas. Like there's apparently also, there's also Nazi Superman too. I haven't picked that one up. Uh, there's also one where Superman is in the uh, civil war times with, during Abraham Lincoln and all that. I'm just like, I actually have that. I have not read it yet. Cause there was a, over the pandemic, I was buying so many like comics from my comic store and they were giving them out like crazy. And then I'm like, Oh, I gotta find time to read all of these now. <laughs> but Red Sun, but Red Sun, uh, it, it's it, it's an interesting take, uh, and uh, I was a bit curious. And he still retains some Superman in in him uh, to a degree, to a degree. Like 
uh, I'll just use an example, even though just one of the initial thoughts, just uh, when like Stalin and everyone's going like, oh, like one day you're going to le- be leading these people. And it's like, that doesn't interest me at all. It kind of goes to regular Superman. He's like, I just want to help people, man. Like I, I'm not going to squeeze. I mean, I was, I was told by my, my computer dad, Marlon Brando and everyone else. I can't really interfere with the world here. I'll, I'll help. I'll do all this and that. And then if my, love interest dies I'll, I'll go back in time and fix it but uh, besides that i'm i'm staying out of human affairs yeah that's th- those are some good points i think for me red sun superman i hate superman i'm just gonna start with that i think superman is a <laughs> stupid character i'm out i know hot i'm take. offending i'm offending some people. he did he really hopped out he's hopping back <laughs> he in he's left. like i'm done no i think yes. and, and here, here's why i hate superman Superman is a Jesus character. Not that I hate Jesus, because I clearly do, but when you have so much power and you have so much of a character that there's not really a lot that you can, you can't really hurt him. You can't like, it's more like poking at his feelings than it is like, I mean, this dude can literally stop time by spinning the earth backwards, which doesn't make any sense. You would have actually just like, (laughs) that's not how that's not how that works. But like they have that you have, where magic is is a is a flaw, uh, kryptonite is a flaw, and then Lois Lane is a flaw. Like that, those are the three. She's things. the key, though. She's the key. Yeah, we're gonna put big air quotes around that. Um, yeah, but, and if you kill her, then uh, injustice happens. Yeah, and, like. and and there's so many flaws that come out of this, and I'm like, there's there's all these other characters that have physical or mental flaws, or there's some other issue where you just got this giant brute that can do whatever he wants. He just chooses not to. And it's this, this cool upbringing, but I love this story. This is one of my favorite stories, which, which contradicts the fact that I hate Superman and I I always make fun of Superman, but I, I absolutely hate Superman. And I loved this book because it took a fresh perspective and said, what if we didn't make him America's hero? He didn't go for truth, justice in the American way. He went for Soviet Russia. And I'm like, Ooh, this is a this is a fresh perspective. I like this. So I walked in and I I remember reading it. It was uh, summer. I think of fourteen is when I picked it up because I was at Camp Marengo, my home church camp, and I was like I was on staff and I just was buying a few comic books here and there so I could read over the summer, and I loved it. It was phenomenal. And I sat back and I just thought, this is this is what I want to see out of certain superheroes. I want to see like small little titles that I can get so lost in that I have to physically go back and reread because the story starts to make more sense when you know the ending and you have to reread it and reread it and reread it. And you'll start seeing more stuff every time you reread it. And that's, that's the cool thing about a paradox book is, and that's what this is, is the beginning is the end. And then the end is the beginning. And it's just like, it's this one massive loop. And I don't know if you guys caught that. It's self-contained. Yeah. It's it's completely Mm self-contained. And it's three issues. And we were talking about this last time on the the Robin and Batman, where do you feel like it was long enough? And I personally feel like this one really was long enough. It You didn't have to go any further. You don't even have to do side stories. It is so self-contained yeah. in a way that it kind of touched on... It hasn't on, stopped them, though. It hasn't stopped them, though. Well, yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, they've they, crossovers here and there. Yeah, and they, they've done a few things where they brought him in, but it doesn't play to his story. You're not adding anything to his story. You're adding him to other stories. Yeah. So that that's Correct. what I thought was really cool. 
So what did you guys think about the fact that Superman is Russian instead of this American upbringing? He's got the Ukrainian SS or the the USR and and all of this the the Soviet Union. Yeah, all Soviet Union and all this. Yeah. What what did you guys think uh, about that? Especially now that we're I mean this is March when we're recording, and so with all of the stuff that's happening between Ukraine and Russia, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Goodness, goodness, goodness! Not to make this political I, I mean, or anything. Yeah, not to make it. Well, I mean, uh, well, just to inside baseball over here. I was jokingly suggesting this to do for Comic Book Club because of the recent conflict and all that stuff, and it just shows like if the the Cold War, if, the, if someone, if we just tip the scales just a little bit, and they got Superman over there, even though Superman's not real, but hypothetically in a world where Superman's real and that happens, the whole course of the DC universe goes a wall. Like just how pessimistic. Uh, the U.S. is going like ah, oh, and just seeing how history plays out in their world. Even their version of Batman is a different. Batman. Oh yeah, and just it's it's a different concept, which kind of yeah, a whole different conflict. Like Lex Luthor, like I I, I both I, I both hate and love this version of Lex Luthor because like he's he's still very much Lex, but just going like oh, in my world, if if he ended up here, maybe we could have been friends. Which they've played with that in the comics before. Uh, and even in Smallville, like, oh, hey, we're going to be friends. But then they keep lying to each other. And then by magic blood, like, he forgets stuff. But I'm going like, I don't think. I think you're still going to get jealous of him, even in your own, uh, even on Earth. Even if he landed in uh, the USA, buddy, uh, you would be jealous. Cause I got a good laugh out of that when there was that line of, yeah. if he was in my world, if he would have landed here, we could have been friends. And I'm <laughs> like, that's so funny because, no, you wouldn't. Like, you are always, every yeah. single story, you will always be pitted against each other. I also enjoyed in issue one, uh, especially I liked it the initial time. And I liked it this time too, when they, they do like the, uh, on the newsreel talking about him, it's very reminiscent of the Flesher cartoons, which I think this draws heavily on. Cause that would have been around. If not, if, if not, you know, what I'm talking about the old Paramount cartoons or the dun, da, da, yeah. where they did the mocap of Superman. Like just all of the imagery from that is hardcore Flesher Superman cartoons. And, but just, Oh hey, but now he's not for us. He's for Russia. So now you got you must be scared of him and all this. And I also, I can't. This I'm gonna play on something you said uh, with you like this fresh take on Superman. I don't know how early on and uh, that this was into the oh hey, what if Superman but different uh, and going a different way and or going bad uh, at least compared to our values. Uh, but I, I don't know if this was the start of it or it had been done a few times, but there's so many parallels now. I mean, we got Hyperion and Marvel. We've got Homelander and the boys. Uh, another one's Nazi Superman. We got the Injustice Superman. Like this, uh, this, this, this walked so Injustice Superman could run. Like yeah. even with those like obedient Superman robot humans, and uh, it just I, I like when they play with the history here and there. Just even a Flashpoint. That's all I got really to say about this. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, because tr- I was just trying to think, like, okay, so what other places could they have done? And it's like you can't really think of another place around the world that you could make Superman land and it be really interesting. So for the time frame that they chose to have this in, you know, during the Cold War, I mean, why not? Instead of he, him fall, falling into an ally territory, he falls into one of the Axis territories. Uh, and I just thought, how funny would it be if Superman uh, fell into Canada and became super Canadian man or, or, or something? With I'm a Mountain huge, Man, eh? 
Yeah, <laughs> like it would it would just be so it'd just be funny and goofy. Uh, Are you guys but, okay? A. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, how's it going there, buddy? <laughs> just eating eating uh, maple syrup. Just oh, straight sorry. out. Sorry, the... <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. Going to help you guys now. Sorry. It, it would sorry. give him easier access to the Fortress of Solitude, though. Very true. It would. Yeah. There'd be uh, a Tim Hortons yeah, like, in the uh, Fortress if, of Solitude as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you're if you're going to put Superman somewhere and make him, I guess, into a villain-ish type of character, uh, I mean, Russia seems to be like the place to, do, or like Germany, uh, mm-hmm. which I, obviously there there is one that that does have something similar to that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it, it kind of makes sense to to put him in that type of place. Well, I think that for the time frame they wrote it, it absolutely makes sense. And then it paralleling to today, it definitely makes sense for some of us who you know we didn't have like I was born in ninety five, so I don't remember a whole lot of the Cold War era. And so like even towards the end, I didn't see see much of that. And then now it's like okay if i were to rewrite this where would i put him well i'd probably put him in russia as of right now but five ten years ago i would have thrown him in north korea like like maybe you would change it but it still kind of sits like hey russia and the united states are two of the biggest powers in the entire world so it made sense to to switch and throw it that way and I, i thought it was absolutely well done and i loved how they took the whole love of country and if you're not american and you love your country, you're probably Russian because Russia absolutely loves their country. They've like they've got the big song salute, they've got everything, and they played really heavy into that. And I loved the way that they just they handled his characterization because it, like you guys said earlier, it felt very Superman with it not being Superman. Like it was like if you were to strip him down to the bare bones of his character, it's still truth, justice, and the fill in the country way. Like it's just yeah. like whichever way, if it's USA, if it's Russia, if it's whatever, you're still seeing that. And I loved the way they handled that character. So didn't they just change that recently too to to a better so now, tomorrow? So, yeah, for a better tomorrow, which I think is stupid. Yeah. But I I I, th- I think I th- I think it, I I get why they did it, and it's definitely publicity. And this is a different this topic for another day. But I just uh, I think with other things coming to light here and there, I think it does fit better and it also fits better with other interpretations now as well yeah as we'll get into yep so we're gonna move over so not only was superman in this but we already talked that batman was in this you had uh barry allen was name dropped you had wonder woman you had yeah oliver was was in there was he name dropped or was he physically there i can't remember i believe he was physically there for uh harry white's uh, retirement that's what it was yeah so he showed up for just a like a bunch of heroes like very quickly showed up but they weren't there super long and then you have like the green lantern marine corps that shows up and like very different interpretations to these characters so which of your which of these cameos and interpretations was your favorite aside from superman <laughs> uh, I, I, since uh, for DC, my favorite character is Green Lantern, uh, and I thought this my was man. kind of interesting. My man, <laughs> that's, that's that's Aquaman, Jordan. That's Aquaman. You get mixed oh, up again. No. I'm, kidding. I'm uh, kidding. But yeah, just in, instead of like it just being really one person as Green Lantern, you had like you said a Green Lantern core, uh, and so I just thought that was really interesting and, and just a very different take. It's like, oh, it's not just one person from this one sector. No, it's a literal army of Green Lanterns that are coming to to take him out. 
Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, if I did, hmm, I, I almost want to go into a, another question we we're going to discuss and just other topics of other people would want to see. But I mean, I both. It's really hard for me to pick one, Jordan, because I like them all. I like I, when they make these different interpretations. Oh, 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 keep you. Okay. 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 Um, I really like the, the Batman reinterpretation in this version. You threw me off when you texted me. You're good. <laughs> I, I was, I, I picked up, I picked up, you know, I'm just going to kind of retake it from here and mm-hmm. you can edit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jordan, it is really hard for me to pick one because there are so many awesome interpretations of everybody in this. But I like the reinterpretation of Batman uh, in this, like how his parents were like protesters and the cop that Superman's befriending is, is not Joe Chill now, but like some guy just shooting some protesters because that uh, we've seen it in other Elseworlds tales. Like, do, do you ever see the Justice League uh, a crossover when uh, Vandal Savage took over during World War Two? No, I've not, world I've not seen that one. Uh, so that so I think that draws slight spoilers, but. Batman still sort of becomes a pseudo Batman in that universe and his parents did the same thing there and he started a revolt against Vandal Savage and all that because the Justice League wasn't there and time travel nonsense Uh, but uh, I just like different interpretations like that but I'm also going to segue into what we were going to talk about I would have liked to see some other heroes but maybe also but working for the Russians like instead of a Blue Beetle maybe like a Theodore chords with or something like that being the red beetle or something like that or the red scarab uh or yeah something of that sort what about you jordan well you know i absolutely loved the green lanterns they it's hands down it's one of my favorites just having that whole hey we found the the character we found them uh give me a second (laughs) i'm gonna retake this Oh my gosh. I I don't know why I've got a giggle fit. Oh my gosh. All right. There we go. Three, two, one. You know, for me, I think one of the characters I loved the most was the Green Lanterns. I'm a big Green Lantern fan. I love just seeing the the colors because when a Green Lantern comes on, you see different shades of green. You see typically a lot of color contrast because you've got one specific, but they try to emphasize all the other colors around it. And they try to go that route. And I love seeing the colors jump off the page. But they took it in a very different route when they added it to the military. And they said Lex Luthor created a pocket dimension and named it the Phantom Zone. Which I was like, hey, there's the Phantom Zone. Cool. And then they create all these rings. And they build up this whole army. And they're ready to go fight. And then just as quickly as they show up on the page, they're gone. Like he, like Superman yeah. goes in and just grabs all their rings. These guys are falling to their death. Like... They're, they're flying across the sea, and he just swoops in, pulls off the rings, and eats them. And I'm like, that's a little weird. Like, that's a weird flex. I would have just thrown them on. Like, I would have had weird pinky toe rings and, like, like all the, the finger rings and all that. Like, ear rings. I would have, I would have restructured. Yeah. Like, just been this. Yeah. He would have been emulating Tom Brady there a little bit with all those. Oh yeah, with all the super <laughs> rings. Yeah, with there. with all the rings, and he's just like like flexing yeah. on everybody. And I think it would have been really cool to see that. But they didn't go that route, which is fine. It's it's different interpretations. Everybody does their own thing. But I think that seeing a instead of a galactic policeman, they create they repurposed the ring, duplicated it, and said our entire military force is going to be Green Lanterns. So then it then it 
uh, it took out the need for a nuke. It took out the need for the guns because sometimes you see a little bit more violence with certain comics because they've got guns and whatnot. Where Green Lantern, it's really not as violent because you have light constructs. And so maybe you see swords, but you're not seeing like your typical weapons. And so it was really cool to see that. And I liked the way they went. But that that's my thought on that. Yeah. I'll also say I like the Superman villains being interpreted as American heroes like Parasite and Bizarro because it kind of goes back to the forever evil B-Zero thing uh, with the U.S. man. He's like, hmm, we have our own U.S. Superman, but like he's just so out of it and just a lab of Frankenstein's monster, essentially. And Red Sun Superman, very much like regular Superman, tries to understand him and be like, oh, like, hey, man, like comrade like we don't need to be messing over here in the uk like what are you doing here you are going over uh these are water well, these are borders you're not supposed to go over uh per our instructions and all that and he's like oh bizarro stuff but like and, and then it leads into that fight and he's like oh, and he's like i still never understood that creature and all that and i'm like oh, man poor bizarro he gets a bad rap man <laughs> but i think poor he's guy. designed that way like you go in and you look at everything that they've ever done with bizarro he is that way. Like that's that's the character of Bizarro, and I love that he's so misunderstood, and he's not always the bad guy. He's trying just to kind of just do whatever he's told, but he gets told by the wrong people. If he would have, I think that if Bizarro was told by Superman and befriended by Superman, I think he would have been a good guy from the from the beginning. I think that's the way that they could have written that character. I think that's the way they should have gone. They didn't. There's no redemption for Bizarro because Bizarro is an idiot. But that's just the he's way it is. Yeah, he's bizarre. He, he am not. He am a genius. He am a genius. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, which DC character do you wish would have shown up in this? Hero, villain, doesn't matter. Who would you have liked to have seen in this storyline? Uh, a couple of them that I thought of were uh, like Solomon Grundy. Like there wasn't Ooh, yeah. anyone like that, like a, a bigger, stronger, like just pure strength. Like before getting to the Bizarro, you know, kind of being similar to Superman, you know, someone who is of great strength to try to combat Superman. Uh, another one uh, that I also thought of was Doomsday, someone who could like keep coming back. You know, it's like then it's like, oh, this is a much bigger issue. I keep taking him down, but he keeps getting back up. And he's getting stronger every single time. I'm gonna that play would have been off a little interesting. I'm gonna play off that one real quick. Do you think that if we would have removed Bizarro and kind of merged those two characters a little bit, where Bizarro kind of becomes Doomsday? That's that's exactly what I was. And thinking that would have been kind of a way to to introduce both characters, but kind of create a newish kind of character where it's like, hey, we killed you, but Luther made upgrades. And then you you're just gonna keep going yeah. back, and he kind of changes and morphs more into a doomsday character. Do, do you wish that would have happened? What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and and that's exactly what I was thinking of too. Is like maybe Bizarro, you know, he gets defeated and he or he comes back limping to Lex and is like, dude, not strong enough. And then Lex does you know whatever sort of craziness his mind comes up with and gives him an upgrade, and then it's just this a, a, like that could have been a good second issue. Uh, where he just like keeps coming at Superman, keeps getting beat down, and then gets an upgrade, comes back, gets beat down again, and just this constant back and forth of like, and then he just says, "You know what? I'm tired of getting beat down by this guy," and then he just leaves and just like 
off world, just gone. Yeah, I'm out. See ya. I think what would have been cool to add to that is if they would have done that and what they also did with like the Batman and all these other characters that started to fight and everybody starts rebelling against Superman and him have to use super like his super mind to go in and start to use Brainiac, which later comes into this story and have to try and figure out how to handle all the scenarios at once because he's leading a country and then he's basically leading the whole world at one point and having to, okay, I have to take Bizarro, but Bizarro is not a bad guy. He just is keep, he just, for whatever reason, he keeps coming back. Then I've got Lex Luthor in the United States who that's an issue. And then you've got Batman and all these other Batman who are now rebelling. And then like, maybe you bring in Aquaman into this and you say, Hey, we've got the Atlanteans who are coming at us and we've got like all these different pieces and he has to use Brainiac to kind of help compartmentalize and figure out how to like super mind it and try and figure all that. Yeah. I think that would have been really cool. Will, what about you, bud? Uh, well, you were talking about that. I know they made red daughter, uh, and Supergirl. She doesn't show up in this, correct? It's been, a minute. I don't think so. I think that would have been one either have her crash in America still. And maybe, she has to become an enemy of Superman. Cause she's like, Oh, like these people are so great. Like, why are you spreading all this? And maybe she teams up with Lex Luthor. Cause there's a precedent for that with those two getting together in the nineties. And even though it was some weird nonsense, uh, that or her crash landing and then trying to convince or, or crashing in, in Russia and then going like, Oh, like cousin, like, is this where you landed? This is awesome. Like, let's, let's spread the word over here. And then her being an, another menace there. Um, also maybe the Legion of not superheroes, maybe the Legion of super comrades, like, Oh, Hey, like I'm, I'm lightning comrade or I'm, I'm, co- I'm, I'm, I'm cosmic dude or so, not cosmic dude. They wouldn't say that. I, the I cosmic know, comrade like, and cosmic comrade or, or, or Saturn the Legion of comrades. And that's just, everybody has whatever name and then comrade with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, just all, I, I, I mean, it's, that's been an ongoing joke that we've had in here. I just, I'm just, I think that would be fun because that's so tied in with Superman as well. Just seeing like, oh, hey, like the, 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 it would confirm to them in the future, like, oh, hey, like Superman's message does work, but that doesn't happen. So with the whole paradox stuff that we talked about er- earlier, um, I think that would have been nice confirmation. Like, oh, hey, we got news from the future that Superman, whatever he's doing is doing well, yada, yada. <laughs> so for, for <sighs> um, me, I think Superboy would have been a really fun one. I think if they would have said kind of like, hey, we, we've cloned Superman and that's how we got Bizarro and then we keep fixing him. But in the background, like you just see a tank where where Lex is maybe like creating a different clone and he's like, I added my DNA to this. And then you have like Superboy of the US and like he's the US Superman. And like, I think that would have been really cool to see that character. I think... Uh, Kara would have been fun to see with them but I also think for me if you would have seen like some of the other heroes like Flash or uh, Aquaman show up I think they would have been really cool even if they were like we're not really strong enough to go against Superman but there's other issues that we need to be helping take care of like have a very young Barry kind of just like hey I'm cleaning up the streets or like we hear about this streak person and like Superman just has like a conversation with him. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm not going against you. I don't care what the government says. Like <laughs> I'm just here to help clean up my streets, make sure everybody's good. And like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to play off that. I'm going to play off that. You know how they always do the super, the flash and Superman race. They do that, but like, it's like a cold war race or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that'd have been fun. That would have been that a ton been of fun. 
and yeah. and just to have things like that like just small little nuggets where it's like i see what i see, I see you there or like to have ollie come in and and just like maybe shoot an arrow that like pops balloons or something like that like like just to see them suit up i think it would have been way cooler and and even if they would have name dropped even more characters or i just i think that when you're self-containing in a universe you need to be able to put certain a, a few more pieces in play just even as nods and that, that's where i sat with it but speaking of nods there was lois lane in this whole series what did you guys think about the paradox behind that that he falls in love with his great 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 grandmother that she like he's got eyes for her she's kind of like ooh, he's he's kind of cute but like she has lex's children and then like lex becomes uh uh l like like goes down to the the letter l and then it they add the e and so now it's the house of l and that's where superman comes from and then it's just this black hole what did you think of like lois lane and the in the context that she is family for him <laughs> now you're saying like that and just even think about it if you think about it for too long it's kind of weird and gross kind it of like is. Some game of thrones stuff um uh god oh good goodness oh god um <laughs> uh, i'm sorry i'm just I, i'm wrapping my head around it and it's so weird but it like, is it's 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 it's, it's weird but at the same time too it also shows no matter what universe they're in Lois Lane is the key, uh, whether it be his great great grandmother, his love interest to show him what's right. Uh, Cause like she's what grounds him in regular Superman comics and yeah. just even Superman and Lois. And when they did that run in DC rebirth, when they go back to, to Smallville to raise Jonathan, just like, like he, he is what he, that that's who, what he's fighting for his family and the little guy or gal. And she's so, so strong in opinion that she, she can, put up with all this stuff it just it was our first interaction when he like he when he went the recreation of the one uh issue of superman where he's holding the daily planet thing going like oh yeah she's totally into me i'm like oh, come on superman don't be this cocky about it but like it's like oh, if she didn't have that golden ring on her finger like we we would be a thing i'm like yeah in any other timeline but i don't know man i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think it really kind of goes to like because he didn't land in America, he didn't meet her, so he doesn't have that person who can bring him back to reality. And since he's landed somewhere else and didn't have that person that could keep him grounded and keep him, you know, from doing the things he does in this issue, I, I think it's still interesting to see that even in this else world, that is still a thing that could have been, but because of the circumstances of him landing where he did uh, that never came to fruition. Uh, so I, I just, I think it, it is creepy when you really go and think about it. Cause I didn't think about it at first after reading it, but thank you, Jordan for putting that in my head. <laughs> I know for me, like I sat back first time reading this many years ago, I just sat back and I was like, this is so like, I have to sit back and reread this because now knowing that, because like in the last few pages, it's like, all right, so Lex creates a way for, for humanity to live a lot longer than they were supposed to. And then you go through all these generations and you see how the name changes. And I'm like, do not tell me that this, no way, no way. And I'm like, he had eyes for his great, 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 great grandma. Like this is, no, this is gross. <laughs> and I just, I remember sitting there and I'm like, 
please tell me I'm not the only one who found this to be extremely disgusting. And apparently I'm the only and, one and that, who like saw it. And I'm like, ugh. You're not the only one that saw it. I mean, I think we all see it, but we, I think we just go like, oh, hey, let's don't think about it. Let's put it back on the shelf. We're good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are like, e- e- you brought that the question last- up. And then, then you see the last page directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twist. Yeah, what a twist. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think that this, this story was very well done. I think that this character, just the the fact that they, they did this paradox, I loved that. So we're going to move into this this question here is, did you guys like that it was a paradox, that it was so self-contained? We talked about it a little bit earlier, but did you guys like that this book was three issues long and they were kind of the more extended issues, but still three issues, fully self-contained, and it was a paradox. What are your guys' thoughts on that one? I mean, similar to how we've talked like on other limited series, like we always wish we, we've expanded a little bit here and more. But like, I think Red Sun tackles so much with the time that we're given that it's I'm totally fine with it. Like the fact that they even gave enough time to explain like, Oh, Hey, this is like destined to happen. And Lex kind of like screws himself <laughs> so, so much like just like it similar to how I say like Superman's always going to be Superman minus like a few things here and there, like with red sun, Lex is always kind of shoot himself in the foot going like, Oh, I would be friends with Superman. No, he, though he inadvertently creates Superman <laughs> to come back and foil him. And ah, uh, it's just, it, I mean, just like any other reboot, it, um, it's it's the stuff like Thanos said, it's inevitable. So I, I think they did enough with it. The artwork's great, even though we talked about that early on. Um, it they do they do a lot of fun stuff with this premise. So yeah, yeah, I liked that it was only three issues. I think they hit enough like big things to happen in each each issue and i i think there was enough even some other smaller things like some hints of oh lex has you know he's working on something and gave you a little hint of like oh i found this you know ring and this uh uh, battery energy thing Uh, and then you you see the green lanterns later uh so i i think it did enough uh I, i really wouldn't want it to be any longer as far as it being self-contained, while it is interesting, I, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Like as I was reading those last couple of pages, I was like, "Really, we're 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 going to make this to where eventually it's going to come all back around, and we're just going to have a time loop." It's like, well, okay, I, I guess I can I can go with it. Uh, it just it seemed kind of a cheap way to uh, keep it self-contained, uh, and I. I I would have wanted a more um, inventive way to to keep it to either keep it going or to have it play back on itself. I agree with you on some of that, and I disagree with you on others. I think that for the most part, it was it was a great story. I loved the way that they just kept it in three issues. They they tackled a lot, and they gave us one heck of a story. I disagree, though, about the paradox. I thought it was great. I loved the way that because there's not been many books that I've read that have kept it self-contained. It's kind of been, I mean, you, you watch any, any movie to any TV show, any books that you read very rarely anymore. Do we talk about something being so self-contained? I mean, look at the MCU. You've got all these movies that nothing self-contained anymore. Like even the old Spider-Man movies are no longer self-contained because they're now yeah. in no way home uh, with multiverse of madness coming out next month. 
or well in May and and just trying to figure out you know we've got all these X-Men characters potentially coming and we've got Fantastic Four members coming and we've got everybody's going to get represented in this film so it's nothing self-contained anymore which I'm not upset with but to see this kind of become this paradox and to see that at the end of this story it starts the story back over and for me to reread it and just be like okay what did I miss my first time reading that now makes sense the second time because not many books make you go back and start to look at the details and you're like oh I missed that oh I did not catch that because some of it is such underlined that you're now like oh like this story is a lot deeper and I, I like that I don't feel like it was cheapened but I feel like it could have like so I think it could have been told a little differently but to make it better but I don't I don't think it was cheapened that that's my take on it though yeah so I, mean, I, I say cheapen just because it's like, oh, a, a time paradox, yeah. you know, yeah. so so someone back in time. What would have been crazier is if when the, at the very end, if it like was saying like, oh, Red Sun is always destined to happen. So regular Superman can get to us. That would have been even crazier. So I'm glad it was self-contained. <laughs> yeah. But Mark Miller always does wild stuff. He did. I mean, he did one of your favorite books, Jordan Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. Right. That's that's him. Yeah. Mark Miller. And he also does like Jupiter's Legacy, another take on Superman with the Utopian. And um, even he did something else. Oh, the Kingsman. Like he, he's I think he's very I think he's a big history buff to a degree and wants to see like, oh, what if history went more like this or there was like some secret organization or if we did this and that. So uh, Mark Miller does some fun stuff here and there. Yeah. Mark Miller. I mean, like you said, going into Civil War, which we're going to hit uh, in a future episode of here on Comic Book Club, I think that, that the guy just knows what he's doing. He's written some killer stories. He's actually written two of my favorite comic book stories. So I'm what's like... The, what's the other one? What's the other one? I'm curious. Well, Civil, Civil War and then this. So those are oh, my those okay. are my two. And I'm like, having both of those... I, I love the, the way he, he told them. It felt very natural in a lot of ways, and I thought it was just great. So with this, have you guys read any other Elseworld stories? Are you excited about some more Elseworld stories because of this? Like, because this, I mean, Elseworlds and what if kind of the that DC Marvel, they take different approaches to their characters and they say, hey, this is this is how we do this. This is some staples that are going to stick, and then we're going to change a few pieces here and there. Are you excited about reading more for Comic Book Club? Do you want more stories? Do you want less? What What are your thoughts moving forward with this? Oh, goodness. Um, I mean, I've read many alternate takes. I'm just looking right now. Uh, if we're counting the Earth One stuff as an Elseworld, I mean, that there is a multiverse. So that I got that. Um, that's Marvel. I'm just looking up. Uh, All-Star Superman is another wonderful take on Superman. Uh, uh, we need to tackle that here at some point as well. <laughs> um but I, I, I'm always like I said. I always love alternate takes, like just like because some of that what if stuff has now made it to the mainstream, like they did. I know this is yeah. Marvel, but Jane Foster, what if that was a, that was a what if issue first? What if she got the power of Thor, and now that has come to fruition in the comics and now in the movies? Uh, I've heard Gotham. I've not read it, but I've heard Gotham by Gaslight's great, mm-hmm. and there's just so many fun takes. Like oh, even this is an animated feature, Justice League Gods and Monsters. That is very reminiscent of this but what if uh superman was zod's son sent to earth instead and what if batman was like a vampire, a vampire. Batman? yeah uh and was a new god uh just so many interesting takes so i i'm always open to it i just don't it, it i i haven't seen it i haven't read or watched one that i haven't disliked thoroughly 
So, yeah, I would be interested in, in reading some other Elseworld uh, stuff, just because, like we've mentioned before, the Marvel What If uh, stories, you know, first in the comics and now a uh, animated show. Uh, I mean, we've seen how popular those can be. Uh, I'm always interested in uh, seeing how differently a character could turn out uh, just with, when you change one thing. Uh, there was even, oh, this was a long time ago, there was a book, it was a comic that I read. It was, what if Stan Lee wrote Green Lantern? I know what you're talking about. Yes, 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 and yes. And it, yes. it, was, it, was, it was so so far beyond what Green Lantern actually is in the DC universe. Like, he, I, I wish I could remember more about it, but like, instead of him having a ring and him having uh, the light constructs, like he was the light. He, it was almost like he was a kind of a Mr. Manhattan kind of looking character, yep. just green. And he had a similar power set, but it was just, it was a very different uh, take on how a green lantern could be. Um, but yeah, I would definitely be wanting to, to read some Is that other the just imagine storyline. Yep, the just imagine ones. Gotcha. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to touch that one because I feel like that would be amazing. Yeah, Jordan, if you haven't read that one, I think you would be interested in it. Oh, I'm deeply interested. A, uh, well, I I know about him because there's a a comic book guy he does this thing called Atop the Fourth Wall. His name's Linkara. He tackled almost all of them, and uh, rather than read them, I just I. I try not to let their opinions sway me, but like he, he recaps most of it. I'm like, ah, oh. he also just recently tackled Armageddon 2001. And I've heard about that event and hearing like the payoff of it. I'm like, Oh God, it's another future's end issue <laughs> where like, so it's only two issues. The event's only two issues, but the bulk of the story is him showing up in everyone else's annuals to find out who this villain is. And it, it also uh, is like, I think the big, prof- uh, I, I've lost, I lost the, thought but it's the premiere of wave rider not the ship but like gotcha. a guy. yeah the character yeah yeah yes um well, oh, what was that that was um i know what book you're talking about because uh convergence uh, uh, yeah yeah convergence yes yeah convergence was convergence was really good um you know for me i love reading these stories i love kind of seeing where we can take things especially with marvel you have like 1602 which is one of my favorites i loved mark gungum's style with that i thought it was great um you've got i mean the nazi superman you've got like they've got like an actual else worlds where they're in the old west and then there's all these different characters and i love just the takes that they take with these guys i think that it's something that we definitely want to touch more on as we continue with comic book club but definitely else worlds is a, is a is a favorite of mine and i i love it so guys with that we are hitting the end of our show guys thank you so much for being a part of comic book club and we will catch you guys next time Hey guys, thanks for sticking around for our weekly wrap-up. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're currently reading. So Will and I are co-hosting this portion. And so Will, what are you reading right now? 
Oh, goodness. Jordan, I'm behind on, on everything. But uh, I did find some time to catch up on Teen Titans Academy. The issue in particular I just read is issue number four, which was a while back. I don't know if you've been reading that one. But um, in the wake of some DC stuff uh, and Infinite Frontier kicking off, they started an academy to teach the next class of Teen Titans, which yep. I love that idea. I think it's also trying to compete with Strange Academy. But anyway, the issue in question is about uh, the Bat Pack, or the, which is like a play on the Brat Pack they were part of, I guess, we are robin and they're like bat people from gotham yep and they're trying to figure out who red x is so like they're accusing all these other heroes and trying to do all that stuff all the teachers like starfire and everyone else is like i'll just drop this this is we we got this issue like don't don't mess with it and i just like also that they've made because since future state they've made red x a character i would say definitely check out teen titans academy if you like the titans uh this issue kind of is like standalone but like it's kind of crossing over with suicide squad a little bit doing its own thing and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun if you want to see some young heroes coming up in the DC universe. I also will jump on that one. I think that's a great series. I've read quite a bit. I think I got through like eight or nine on the issues. It was it was really good when I was reading that. Mine that I'm currently reading is the DC versus Vampires. It's a newer series. It is Ooh. yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. They've got this idea that some DC characters are bitten by a vampire king vampire emperor kind of character and they are just starting to take over because the vampire queen who was originally there she was murdered and so she was kind of keeping the peace between the vampires and the humans and now that she's gone that that peace mediator all these heroes are going to start getting uh infected by the vampire virus and and they're going to take over the world and it was really cool to see some of these characters because instead of starting with batman Batman is, which I, I was very intrigued by that, and I thought that, oh, well, you're going to start with Batman. No, they didn't start with Batman. They started with a different character, and I'm going to leave that open for you guys. You guys need to go read this book, but there's one point where they, they go to the Flash, and they say something about, you know, I wish I could have brought you in. I really wish things could have been different, but they said that your metabolism would actually starve all the vampires because you would run around the earth, get everybody infected, and then there'd be no meat for us to eat. And so there's this really cool segue through that, and they just kill the Flash, and I'm like, whoa! And it was it was really it's, cool. So DC's taking a lot of chances with that. I, I, I haven't read it, but the, I know they're doing another one called Endless Winter, where they're doing with some like Norse frozen god that's been around there forever. And you don't really you hear vampires all the time with like Blade and Morbius and Dracula and Marvel, but you don't hear it as much. You don't in DC. see it too much on DC. And then they've also got things like uh, the zombies, which they're bringing in with Task Force Z. And so there's they're they're stepping into some new waters, but definitely go and check out DC's DC versus Vampires. It's a solid read. There's about five to six issues right now. Some solid stuff. I very much encourage it. So guys, that is our weekly roundup. We will see you guys next time on the Comic Book Club.